Gridiron Gang. Welcome to another episode of the Gridiron Gang Football Podcast, episode 18. Here we are, Drew. Our good friend Nathan is here with us as well with a very special episode, a fun episode. Why don't we say hey to the folks? Drew, start with you. Hello, everyone. Uh, sorry that it, we've been missing for a week or two. We've had some technical difficulties. Uh, we're going to give you some content until we figure it out. But here's our old-fashioned just podcast. Uh, we'll get back to YouTube soon. But uh, today we're celebrating the release of the Major League Baseball season uh, a couple of days ago that we're going to make a baseball lineup out of current football players. I'm really excited. Today we asked uh, our good friend Nathan on because uh, he is a friend of the podcast, but also he's a big fan of baseball. Nathan, why don't you say hello to everybody? Hey, guys. What's up? Okay, that's enough. Uh, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Before we get started, I'm very excited about this episode. It's going to be a fun episode, a different episode. Not a lot of whole, whole lot of news in the NFL world, and so we're bringing in a, some different episodes, some fun episodes. So today we're going to talk about what would happen if NFL players played baseball. But first, we do have one piece of news. Breaking news. That is Patrick Mahomes and his historic, historic half a billion dollar contract. That's right. Half a billion dollar contract. Once it's all said and done, I believe it's $503 million, something like that. Yeah, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Ten years, he's now committed to twelve years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Drew, you got some some thoughts on that? Let me tell you something. He's going to be paid f- around fifty point three million dollars a year. Now, put that in perspective. Ooh. Put that in perspective. The point three <laughs> is thirty thousand dollars. You know, like that's how much. Uh, average person makes here in West Tennessee and middle, middle, lower middle class. And that's just stupid to me. Like how crazy. Yeah, that, well, the point three is 300,000 by the way. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, I, I failed the math. <laughs> Never mind. You're right. You're right. That'd be 0.03. Edit that out. <laughs> and that, that's kidding. still a lot of money. That's still a stupid amount of money. And, uh, which is almost minimum wage for the NFL. Um, Sorry, it's been a really long day, but I do think that Patrick Mahomes is that kind of special player. He has done so much in the two years, <laughs> the two years that he has uh, been a starter. His first year as a starter, he was the NFL MVP, threw for 55 touchdowns, and just was amazing. And then now, you know, he's throwing with his left hand. He's throwing no-look passes. Now his second year, you know, he had a, he had an injury, which probably cost him the NFL MVP. And then he goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, let, me, let me back up. He goes to the playoffs with that team and is down every single game. And with a, literally a flick of his wrist, they win. And they win, they win a, uh, a Super Bowl. He's Super Bowl MVP. And look at him now. He's the he's the highest paid player ever. Sorry, Dak Prescott. Don't even try. No, and, and there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, now with this, Dak Prescott can ask for more money. Stop it. Dak Prescott, just get what you just get what you can, but stop. Just stop. You're n- no, no, uh, no. <laughs> that's Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott will not even touch fifty million dollars a year, but uh, I do think that he's going to get a nice contract, and yeah, I do and, think oh yeah, that, he will, and he deserves it. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, transitioning to what we were here to talk about is baseball, and of way uh, today we have some rules about what we want to do. Uh, oh, I hate rules. Uh. Current NFL players only. We have the infielders, the outfielders, the pitchers, and a designated hitter. So Pedro, and a catcher. Oh, that's infield. That's okay. Anyway, oh, again, I, I don't. Or for those of you who don't know, I don't watch a whole lot of baseball. So you know, don't slam my team because I'm just having a little fun with this. So I'll go first, and then we'll go head over to Nathan, and then to Drew, and we'll just do. One player at a time? Is that what we're doing? 
Uh, does that that sounds good to me? I guess yeah. That go sounds ahead. good. That way we don't. It's not one person talking for thirty minutes. Then the all right, fine. Yeah, that's cool. So let's start with the pitcher, and it's easy for me. Again, I'm just having fun with this, and I would love to see Patrick Mahomes on that mound with that cannon of an arm, that bazooka of an arm. Patrick Mahomes is my pitcher. What do you guys think? That's who I have. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking that you guys would probably do Patrick Mahomes. Um, this is something that I really wanted to like do kind of something different. I picked Josh Allen just because okay. that guy has a cannon too. And I think that, you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of engulfs Re- that. Reinvents yeah. the word cannon. Yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think it was 77 yards that, uh, that Josh Allen threw the combine, something like that, something stupid. And, uh, I think that that could easily translate, uh, to be that, uh, I was looking up earlier, just trying to study for this episode. What's insane to me is Kyle Long. Remember, yeah, he, he retired um, this year. <clears throat> I found out that he was receiving D1 scholarships to play pitcher. It's, I, I thought that was interesting that a, a guard, a six foot six, 330 pound lineman, at, was was offered <laughs> to be a pitcher. I, I think that'd be crazy. I think Josh Allen, he has the height. I know that. I know that Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I, I just when I see him, I don't really think of somebody that's just like huge. But like I see Josh Allen, he can kind of be that like Randy Johnson kind of guy. You know, he's 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 gonna tower over that that uh, that mound. Well, but, Nathan, you're you're a, a baseball fan, right? If I'm correct, you're a big baseball fan. Yes, love it. So, so why don't you tell us why? Why did you go with with Patrick Mahomes? I, honestly, I just went with him because of his big arm. Uh, well, actually, I went with him because that's what he played in college. That's what he played. I mean, sorry, that's what he played in high school, and uh, he was actually, you know, in that draft um, because of his dad being a pitcher, and so I went with that. Plus, I mean, he's got a great arm. Um, but now that Drew says Josh Allen, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. The problem is I think he would miss a lot and throw it into the dirt like half the time. So <laughs> that's the only problem hey, with him. Look, I've been saying it. His, this, his problem is his accuracy, 100%. Hey, yeah. Pedro, did you know that um, your favorite player was high school teammates in baseball with uh, Clayton Kershaw? I did not, and I do knew who Clayton Kershaw is. You do? Yeah, I do. Um, he's a pitcher. Yeah. That's that's all I know. I don't yeah. even know where Matthew, he plays at. Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw were high school teammates. I thought that was By the way, cool. Matthew Stafford is not my favorite player. Let me yeah, just clear the air. Yeah, it is. Moving on, let's go with the first baseman, why don't we? And for the first baseman... I have base, basement. There's a basement. In basement. Baseball? Basement. Okay. Me. Okay. Listen, I don't even know why. I just want to see Rob Gronkowski out there as my first baseman on my team. <laughs> the the former WWE 24/7 champion, just big as he is out there. I think I think he would do great. I don't know why, but Rob Gronkowski. That's interesting. Okay, go ahead, Nathan. I think Gronk is would be hilarious at any position. I mean, he would just <laughs> he would look ridiculous. His number would probably be sixty nine or something. He would just be the the goofiest looking guy out there. But I chose AJ Brown from the oh, Titans. Oh, wow! Because he's tall, he's flexible, um, he's sure handed. You know, he catches the ball uh, really well, and I just. I think he would do good. I think he looks like a first baseman to me. Uh, usually first baseman or, or, or like I said, they're tall and they're flexible. And I think he can do a lot all over the field, but I think he would be a great first baseman. Awesome. Well, my first baseman, see, now that I know that my uh, my pitcher is going to suck, so my defense is going to have to like <laughs> – my, my offense is going to have to compensate for my defense. 
Uh, I have J.J. Watt as my first baseman just so that I know that he could crush it out of the park. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a huge dude. I think that he could easily play that first base. Uh, he also – another thing, reason why I picked him was uh, J.J. Watt makes a, does a huge uh, celebrity charity softball game in Houston. And it raises a lot of money for, like, I think uh, a lot of different children hospitals and stuff like that. So uh, I, I think that that's really cool. I think that he has also the experience to play and hit. So I put him, he's a tall guy. I think he'd be great. Uh, he won't let any balls, like, fly past him. So J.J. Watt is my first baseman. I like that pick because you're thinking about offense as well. I like that. Now, for my second baseman, um, if I did a little reading, like I said, I'm not very familiar with baseball, but – I guess second basemen need to be quick on their feet uh, to get those those um, those balls, I guess. Look, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just thought of something. Okay, some, who's somebody who's quick on their feet, you know, quick reflexes, good vision, uh, somebody who can defensively uh, get the balls that are trying to get past them? I guess that's how it works. And, and I decided to go with the honey badger, Tyron Matthew, as my oh. second baseman. I, like I think that. he's an interesting player. I don't I don't know about you know how tall players certain players need to be at certain positions, but but I just figured he was a good pick. I don't know. What do you guys think? I like that just because he, he like he is a I think he has a lot of power. He's a heavy hitter in football, and I think he could probably pack a wall up in uh and and in in baseball, but uh, I like that, you know, he's also a safety and safety is really quick on their feet. So yeah, I I like that a lot. Nathan, what do you think? And then give us your second baseman. I think he's, he's good. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about how well he can pivot or change direction. I I don't know. I don't know much about, uh, Tyron Matthews. I mean, I know he's called the Honey Badger, and I've seen him play some. But um, honestly, I don't know a ton about defensive players. Um, you know, I mostly do fantasy and stuff like that. But um, my choice was Dak Prescott. Oh, wow! Because okay. he's athletic. He is really great at pivoting. Like that's like his favorite thing to do is to just pivot. And also he's right-handed, which is very important for second base. Uh, I think there's been like maybe four second basemen that haven't been right-handed. So I picked Dak Prescott. I think he would look great as a second baseman. Hmm. That's interesting. The first quarterback in one of the bases. I like that. Alrighty, um, my my guy. I like that a lot though, because I never really thought about Dak Prescott, but he is very agile. I never, you know, he he did a lot. He did a lot of things for himself last year, passing. But you never really think about. He won Rookie of the Year with his feet. Um, <clears throat> anyway, my second my second baseman uh, is Kyler Murray. I know that that's kind of like a a cop out, and I hate that I picked Kyler Murray because. He was drafted ninth overall in 2018 uh, to the Oakland A's, um, but he's he's everything that you would want in a second baseman. Uh, he was drafted. He, he was he got a D1 scholarship in baseball uh, for uh, for infield. He he played. He was all American. He was an all American shortstop slash second baseman in high school. Uh, and, and he was, I think he was drafted an outfielder, but he's shifty. You know, he's really quick. I think that he could easily play this position to an elite level. Yeah. I don't know how fair that is considering he played specifically those positions as well. I, but, I, I know, I know. I hate myself for picking him, but, but still. at the same time, I mean, it, the name of the game is current NFL players playing baseball. So yeah, I mean, exactly. it works. It works. Uh, let's go on to third baseman. Shortstop. Was you shortstop first? Okay, shortstop. Okay, shortstop. From what I know is uh, before the episode, uh, Nathan was telling me you know most athletic guy usually, and the most athletic guy I could think of is Isaiah Simmons, the newly drafted Isaiah Simmons for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, this guy can play so many positions in the NFL, and you know, I don't know much about baseball, but I do know that 
uh, shortstop is a very important position. Don't know why. Just know it is. And a lot of great players play there. Uh, obviously, Derek Jeter comes to my mind. But Isaiah Simmons, the newly drafted Arizona Cardinal. So that's that's uh, that's third base. You said shortstop. Shortstop. Okay. Okay. Go. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah Simmons is a really tall. He's like six four, six five. That's a pretty pretty tall uh, shortstop, but he still has the feet and the mobility to be able to do everything that he needs to do. I like that. What about you, Nathan? I I love that. I love Isaiah Simmons coming out of the draft. He was one of my favorite all around athletes. I think you know a great thing about a shortstop is he can do it all, and I think Isaiah Simmons encapsulates that uh, with everything he does. But I chose for shortstop Saquon Barkley, who in my opinion is the best athlete in the NFL. And I think that he could literally play any sport and be great at it. Uh, So I went with Saquon. Uh, I don't know how good he is at baseball personally, but I'm pretty sure he would be awesome if we put him on the field. And I got a feeling those quads look amazing in the, in those pants. Yes, that that was the I'm, that was the biggest thing for me was I'm the just, eye test. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Saquon <laughs> <laughs> like Barkley's so hot right now. He is my guy. I, I'm, I think it's funny that Nathan picked a running back. I picked a running back, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think that uh, he is easily probably the most athletic guy in the field anytime he sits on the field, and uh, he can go out there and catch those fly balls or those line, those uh, straight liners or, or ground balls, whatever. He could easily just do that. And I, I love that uh, his shiftiness could easily propel him in being a, a, a shortstop. All right, third base. Um, good hand-eye coordination with a strong arm is what I read on the internet that makes a good third baseman. And so somebody with a strong arm, I'm going with Josh Allen. Josh Allen is my third baseman, is what I'm going with. I think he's got the arm. I don't know about everything else that goes along with it, but I thought of Josh Allen. I like it. Uh, he, like like uh, Nathan said, he might get a couple of ground balls there. but uh, Some, some thrown to the dugout. Yeah, some of it. But I think that with, some, with, some, with the right tools, he's able to uh, take himself to the next uh, level. Uh, look! Look and, at Drew trying to make a case for Josh Allen twenty twenty season with the right I, tools. Now that he's got Stephon Diggs, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Absolutely. You, you cannot. You cannot win the <laughs> famous Idaho Potato Bowl and uh, not excel at third baseman. I don't, I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, I think that he is a uh, uh, a good athlete. Especially with his legs, you know, you look at his highlight reel; he's he's incredible. What about you, Nathan? What do you, what do you got? Short uh, third baseman. I think that Josh Allen would definitely get benched like week one of the <laughs> baseball season. Game one, he would run like he would look great; like he would run to the ball, and you know, it'd be a close one, and then he would just fall flat on his face, or he would get to the ball catch it and then chunk it over the stadium <laughs> and just crap all over the field. Like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not so a big Josh Allen guy to hear ever. somebody diss on Josh Allen other than me. Thank you very much. Nathan. He's not, he's not good. He's fantasy good. Like in fantasy, yes, I he's think, fantasy good. I think he could be great just because he's got the cheat code. Cause he can run for touchdowns, exactly. but you know, now they've got Zach Moss. Anyway, we, we could get into that, but I don't think he'd be a great third baseman, but that's just my opinion. I picked Odell Beckham Jr. because I could totally see him catching that ball before it went into the stands and chunking it to first base accurately. I mean, we've seen how accurate he is throwing the football. Think about that as a baseball. Think about him catching a one-handed, one-finger catch, baseball catch, Ooh, throwing it catches. to first base. Yeah, I mean, I think Odell Beckham would be great all over the field, um, but at third base, I think he'd be perfect. Uh, he might get hurt every other game, but he would be great, in my opinion. I like that. I like that a lot. 
Well, okay. <laughs> a lot of, like I said earlier, my 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 baseball lineup is mostly kind of thinking both sides of the field. So I picked uh, Khalil Mack as my third a third baseman. Oh man, uh, he is. I think you know Khalil Mack is incredibly incredibly talented and athletic. You know he, he's six four. Uh, 250 he's able to do all kinds of things he you know he's all pro one year at both defensive tackle and defensive end like that's never been done before it's insane but uh i think that um yeah he's definitely somebody that can also crush the ball out of the park i think you just look at him you're just kind of like oh crap he gets a hold of that he's gone and um i i think that uh he's easily a good, I think he could make that 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 those catches and those throws too. I think he, he you know, when you look at his arms, you think they're pretty they're pretty strong. So, yeah, he definitely looks pretty strong for sure. And moving on to the outfield, uh, center fielder, I wanted somebody to cover ground. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. the center fielder covers the most ground. So yeah. I wanted somebody fast, and I wanted somebody with a strong arm because if I'm not mistaken, they throw it to home played a lot something like that i don't know so i went with lamar jackson lamar jackson's oh. definitely got the speed he's definitely got I the like arm that. and i i have to have lamar jackson on my team i have patrick mahomes i have robert gronkowski now i've got lamar jackson i like that a lot i never thought of i never thought of that i don't know why but yeah lamar jackson would make a lot of sense because he's really quick how about you nathan who's who's your center fielder i picked tyree kill because I just think that would be legit to have him in center field. Um, I think it would look cool. I know that doesn't mean a lot, but I think he would perform great. Um, I think he's a great athlete all around. Uh, I don't, I don't know how strong his arm is, but I'm like throwing, but I'm sure it's great. Um, So I picked Tyreek Hill. I think he just looks like a center fielder. He's a little small, but definitely got the speed. Yeah, Drew, what do you got? Who's your uh, center fielder that can also hit? Apparently, you're thinking about offense too. No, this time it's the strictly defense and also entertainment value. I think the most incredible thing to see is just like how Odell Beckham Jr. could rob a home run. You know, like oh, that. Man. that yes. like I, that, that's where I was just thinking because he, he's he's a wide receiver. He's quick. He's yeah. a trackster. He was a trackster at uh, LSU. Uh, you know, I think he would be fantastic at running, robbing a home, running to the wall, jumping up, catching it with his ungloved hand, probably, and <laughs> bringing it down and uh, getting that guy out. So I think, I think Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. is. Uh, is let, me, let me clarify. I, I know that we kind of crapped on him uh, the last episode where uh, we didn't put him in our top ten wide receivers. Uh, uh, fantasy. Fa- fantasy speaking. Yes. I, I, I know it's fantasy. Even even if we were ranking by talent, uh, I don't really know because I think because he is such a head case, he is. But I will not deny that Odell Beckham Jr. is probably top three most athletic players in the NFL. And uh, so I, I, would, I would love to see him. Like I don't even care. Like he just he just goes to the Cleveland Indians for a day and. Rob's a home run. I'd be, I'd be happy. I'd be ha- That's that's enough. That's enough for me of the year. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I, I had that same picture in my mind. Him running towards the wall, like you know, Sports Center top ten kind of play for sure. For sure, I like that a lot. So yeah. for the for the other uh, outfielders, uh, left or right, I don't really have a designation. So, but I'll just go with one of them, uh, Darius Slay. I thought about defensive kind of players, I guess, uh, to try to catch those uh, those pop-outs, those fly-outs. I believe I got those terms right. So I'm going with Darius Slay. Those free throws. <laughs> <laughs> those free throws and those touchdowns, yeah. Darius Slay is my guy. All right, okay. He's good defensive. He's a ball hawk, so I think he could probably bring one in. What about you, Nathan? I went with Julio Jones for one of my outfielders. I just he's 
to me, it's Saquon Barkley and Julio Jones, top two athletes in the NFL. So I think you need a guy like a, a guy like Julio out there, um, and he's going to lay out and catch some yeah. hard catches. He's going to – I could see him jumping up in the – you know, above the wall and getting it, you know. I, I just see him as this freak outfielder uh, like he is on the football field. So I went with Julio. I like that. I think I think Julio would look really good in a baseball uniform. I was looking at uh, they had this this edit of Julio in the their new uniforms. And I kept I kept thinking that like that kind of resembles the Diamondbacks, and so like just just the color scheme and whatnot. So I was like, Julio would look good in a baseball uniform. I don't know why. I guess I was just in a baseball mode. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Julio is a fantastic athlete, and he could easily that- come in there. Yeah, and I tried to go with players that I just feel like it would be an easy transition for them to go from another sport to another, like from football to baseball, because all these guys I'm picking, I mean, they're just such good athletes. I, I really yeah. don't think what kind of ball you put, you know, baseball, football, a, a bowling ball, like I think they would be great <laughs> at anything. So I think Julio is just perfect for the outfield. That's awesome. I, I like that. I do. Yeah. Um, my, my, uh, let's see, right fielder is Travis Kelsey. Um, when I think of kind of like the modern, uh, person that plays this position, you think about, uh, Aaron judge, you think about uh, a couple other huge, like, uh, uh, Stanton, um, all these other huge guys that come out there. Because, like, you think Judge, he's huge. He's a monstrous man. And uh, I think Travis Kelsey out there could kind of serve the same point. He can catch a ball really well, but also he's got that strength to be able to score some points. I I, I never thought about Travis Kelsey, uh, actually, but I really I would like to have him on my team. It's one of those – Compliment players for for my Rob Gronkowski. I'm trying. I'm trying to build the coolest looking baseball team out there. So I like that. I like it. Well, I, I, for- the idea of Ron Gronkowski out there in a '69 baseball uniform. <laughs> that that would be awesome. Well, for my other outfielder, I have Jalen Ramsey. Again, I was just thinking about defensive players, cornerbacks uh, specific, and so I decided to go with Jalen Ramsey. Don't know if that would transition well, but Jalen Ramsey's my other outfielder. I like it. Jalen Ramsey, I don't know. He, he'd probably, you know, catch somebody out and just run his mouth the entire way back to the dugout. I don't know. What about you, Nathan? I went with, with my last outfielder, I went with, again, this is totally cheating, but I went with Kyler Murray just because Boo. he was drafted. He was literally <laughs> drafted to play outfield. Plus, I mean, could you imagine an outfield with Tyreek Kill and Kyler Murray? Like, that's just <laughs> – that sounds super awesome. I don't know. I would pay to see that. So it'd be the quickest outfield, absolute quickest yeah. outfield. And the cute. I mean, they're so cute. They're so tiny. <laughs> they're so, so cute. <laughs> I just yeah, think it would Ky- be a lot of fun to watch that. Kyler Murray would not be like. Hey, I still do not believe one second that he weighs over two hundred pounds. You cannot tell me any differently. He can't. Maybe with pads <laughs> on. <laughs> Maybe. Drew, who you got? Okay, so <laughs> I, I have a funny story. When the um, <laughs> when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, um, I was watching it, and up in the stands was this guy, and I was like, what the heck is Zach Ertz doing in the stands right now? He has to go in there and play a game. And it turns out it was uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a huge, like um, a huge Philly. He's from Philly, and so uh, he, he's a big, he's a big Eagles fan. So I think Mike Trout and uh, Zach Ertz are, are close to being built the same, and they look alike. Therefore, my outfielder is Zach Ertz. So you got Kelsey and Zach Ertz as your outfielders. That's interesting. Yeah, duh, because, you know, I'm thinking of both able to catch the ball and, and, hit. I like and that. hit. 
So there you go. I think Mike Trout. Also, I think I'm going to say this right now. Mike Trout is the MLB version of um, JJ Watt. I just, for some reason, I think they're like from the same mold, like the same work ethic. There they are. So anyway, I, just, I put it out there. Well, speaking of JJ Watt, you just mentioned my catcher. My catcher is JJ Watt. Um, again, I have no idea what entails being a catcher. I just, I just wanted JJ Watt on my team. I feel like he's big, he's strong, so I, I decided to put him in the catcher position. I hope it works out for my my non real baseball team. Awesome, yeah, I think uh, yeah, that'd be a really tall catcher though, because he's like six six. But anyway, I, I think that works either way. Go ahead. What about you, Nathan? I I kind of went. Um, this this is kind of a weird pick, but. In my opinion, usually the catcher is very smart. Um, he can diagnose everything on the field. He's got to have a good arm to uh, catch people stealing. Uh, he's got to be stout. And I went with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the smartest player in the NFL, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, he was in Ivy League. He did. And also catchers, I mean, he literally has the highest IQ in the NFL. Like, that's a fact. But also, usually catchers go on to be coaches, and, and they, they end up going on to being a part of the, the clubhouse in different ways instead of just a player. So Ryan Fitzpatrick, I could just see him after this year becoming a quarterback's coach or you know doing other things in the NFL as a, as a different coach. So I went with him. I think he'd be a really good catcher, and the beard would look pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say something uniform. about the beard because I don't know if a lot of baseball players, you know, rock the beard like that. But well, mostly relief pitchers. He would also be my relief pitcher. If okay, we, if okay. We yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd be catch like Craig Kimbrell, or yeah, he'd be like Craig Kimbrell, or uh, he kind of looks like Sean Doolittle. So he'd be a good relief pitcher, I think. I think I think I like you're right. It. I think just because of the. Uh, the flow haircut that he has, and then also the beard—that's all like always huge. That's all you need to be a relief pitcher is just a, a beard, really. Yeah, yeah. That's why Josh Allen can't be a relief pitcher because <laughs> <laughs> he can't grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, my catcher. Uh, I read a statistic that the catcher is usually. The oldest player on the team, which I thought was kind of funny. So Tom Brady, uh, so, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think that you know he, he is uh, you know the the seasoned leader. You know he might not have the the walk off home run ability, but he's gonna he still has the ability to chase down somebody stealing second. So uh, I, I think that he he is able to diagnose everything because the guys watch more film than I've can even fathom and then uh he's he's really he's really smart but also uh he has he, he's got that 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 seasoned old grittiness and so i i like i like that for my catcher all right so i guess we got designated hitter left and i, I to be honest i'm not really sure what a designated hitter is but i figured we i wanted some i mean think pedro pedro think about what those words are i, I was gonna say i feel i figured i want somebody who is going to knock the ball out the park so okay. I went with Aaron Donald. Okay. He's a big dude, strong as an ox. And I figured if he if he connects, that that ball has no chance. Yeah. That's 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 fair. That's very fair. How about you, Nate? Okay, so usually a designated hitter, in my opinion, is a guy that is very good at, at hitting the ball. Usually it's a bigger dude, not always, but it's usually a bigger dude. Maybe that's his one thing. He might not be good at defense. He might not be good um, at some other things. He might not be the fastest person, but this guy can can hit the ball. He he can he can put it where it needs to go. So I went with Mo Alley Cox. Oh, Gigantor! I what? mean, that guy is like twelve foot tall. Yes. So you know, he's also I he just, also played college basketball too. I think that's really funny. He's a triple threat. Yeah, I just I think that he'd be one of those guys that would play for like the Yankees 
and he would get off with Giancarlo Stanton and, and Aaron Judge, and they would all be the same height and same build, and just it would be terrifying. So I just I see him as a designated hitter. Um, but honestly, he could probably play other positions too. He's really athletic. So that's awesome. I, I didn't even know you knew who. Like, I mean, I, I know I'm a Colts fan, but like, I didn't know anybody else knew who Mo Ali Cox was. That's well, funny. fantasy football players know who Mo Ali Cox. I, I know, but still, he's not even that great in fantasy. He's just not. Whatever. No, no, but he he's everyone's always wanted to him to be. Is that isn't that right, Nathan? We've all, we've been waiting yeah, for it and it never there's happens. No way he can, there's no way he can beat out Jack Doyle. He's right, just right. so good. He's just so elite. Like He's just so big. He's so his, big. You, would, you baby, would just imagine, you would just imagine that, and I hate to bring this up, Drew, but you would just imagine that him and Andrew Luck would have had just a romantic kind of relationship. Yeah, that's well, true. That's that, true. I think that if you're thinking about connections with tight ends, I think Philip Rivers, I mean, I love Andrew Luck, and he's way better than Philip Rivers at this point of their careers. But, I mean, I think Philip Rivers is going to be great yeah. for the tight ends there. So, Oh, yeah, he will. Um, for the first time, I think they're going to have a really good uh, – I mean, it's been a while. I, I'm not a big Peyton Manning guy, so I don't, I don't really count him. But <laughs> <laughs> I just did that for Drew. He's great. Uh, I don't know what to say. Like every time I hear Andrew Luck's name, it sounds like someone saying my ex girlfriend's name, and I'm just kind of like, "Oh, that was such so good years of my life, and what could have been." Anyway, uh, my my designated hitter. <laughs> don't, don't let your wife hear you now. <laughs> I don't care. She knows how I feel about Andrew Luck. Like literally, when Andrew Luck retired, my wife was not even home. She called me. And she's like, "Do I need to go stay at my aunt's house tonight?" Are you, are you okay? For a split second, I thought about it, but she came home and it was okay. I, I cried myself to sleep. And uh, anyway, my designated hitter is a fellow Colt, Quentin Nelson. You want to talk about somebody that just is mean and huge and mm-hmm. able to just kill that thing? Quentin Nelson. My, my, okay, I hope that Patrick Mahomes. I know that he uh, he outdueled a current Major League Baseball um, player. I can't find it. Right now, but he he outdueled a current um, guy that uh, in in high school and threw a no hitter. Uh, let's see, and uh, it was pretty cool. But um, I don't know. Gets you get my team against your team. I think that mine would probably crush yours because all my guys are probably like over two hundred fifty pounds, <laughs> except for like. Odell Beckham and Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah, you do have a you got a big team. You, I, th- I feel like your team would probably hit very well. Yeah, defensively, y'all might beat us. I don't know, but I just think it's funny. I have all these big guys, and you got like I don't know. I, I just my my favorite pick is o- Odell Beckham in the in that mid- center field. I just think that would just be amazing. Well, look, I've got Rob Gronkowski on first base, so I, I'm set. Nathan, where do you think your uh, weakness lies in? Where 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 is your team gonna be get beat at? Um, I think where they might get beat is they're very athletic, and I think I've got probably the most athletic team, but they might not be the smartest team. <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> if I don't know if Mo Ali Cox would really know what to do after he hit the ball. I don't know. Just what, stand there. I, that, yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, these guys, I think that they would look good doing these things. But at the end of the day, I don't know how accurate they would be. I think that Kyler Murray might – I mean, obviously it's cheating because he's played before. But I think he would, would be great all over the field. Um, and some of these guys, I think they would be good, question mark. I just – I wonder how – how well they would know the game. Um, so Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of uh, how well they would know the game, I'm surprised nobody picked Russell Wilson. Yeah. I, I, I thought about that, but I didn't really want to – I didn't want to cheat. Same thing for uh, Jameis Winston, who was a really good pitcher at Florida State. Yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed this. You know what? We're going to have to do a basketball theme one too. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I really um, like it. Nathan, did you know that Golden Tate 
was drafted in the MOB? I did not. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, in high school, he was drafted to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I thought it was pretty cool. Huh. Uh, um, cool. But uh, he's a great athlete. And yeah, he he uh, it's crazy. Um, he played. I didn't know he played. He also played baseball at Notre Dame. But anyway, I thought it was really cool. He had a three twenty nine batting average. I thought that was really awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, random random uh, things. Uh, yeah, but I love it. I love I love doing this. I love kind of crossing things. I thought about make, challenging us to uh, to do a football lineup out of baseball players, but that was just a reach, man. <laughs> That'd be crazy. 22 positions, and um, out of all these baseball players, that'd be kind of hard. I think that'd be kind of funny. Who'd be the kicker? I mean, <laughs> can you imagine any baseball player being a kicker? Um. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see. I'm trying to think. I, I, I could see uh, Colton Wong <laughs> being a kicker. <laughs> uh, just kind of a little, little guy. I don't know. Um, are kickers really NFL players? <laughs> like, are kickers really people? Come on now. Is that real? Kickers are people too. <laughs> I think it'd be really Ooh. funny. Like uh, Christian Yelich could be. Uh, for some reason, he has that like swagger of a quarterback i think he'd be a good quarterback and and uh you know uh that and then um i think i think i don't know would, would aaron judge would he be a tackle or a tight end because he has like some receiving records in high school like he was a really good football player he was supposed to go to like stanford or something like that on football well i, I couldn't tell you anything about that because he would be, you know, you know who Aaron Judge is. I've heard the name. Doesn't he have like the biggest contract right now? No. no. Okay, no. never mind. I'll see myself out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was insane. He played wide receiver. Uh, he was supposed to go play tight end at, at Notre Dame or Stanford, but he preferred baseball. and went to Fresno State. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool, but. Uh, He's he's a big dude. He's uh, 6'7", 280. Uh, I love it. Wow. Yeah, he is a big dude. Big dude. And, anyway. and you said he, he plays outfield? Didn't you say yeah. that? Yeah. Wow. He's I, he's right, right fielder. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, don't know much about baseball. I need to watch more baseball. The only time I watch it is in the World Series, the last like two games. Well, you picked yeah, a crappy year to start watching baseball. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> baseball baseball recently has become one of my favorite things to watch. Just because as a kid, I'm like, I'd rather be there than actually watch it on TV. And now I'm just kind of like, this is a good game. And then, like, I felt so old when they were just kind of like, all right, now to extra innings. I was like, yes, more baseball. And like, I was like, well, who am I? Like, I have no idea. But um, anyway, I love it. I love that. We're coming up. I need some sort of sports to watch. I'm tired of Joey Chestnut and competitive eating <laughs> or, or just like po- politics, period. I'm just – I want to stop in my brain and watch a bunch of grown men competing with one another. So, um, Well, let's, let's I've been it. practicing apparently for competitive eating. So, Yeah, everybody has. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for coming out and doing this episode with us. It was a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed this episode a lot. I wasn't sure what to expect out of it, being that I don't know much about baseball, but it was it was very fun. I think I learned a few things as well. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I yeah, I had a I had a lot of fun. Oh, what about okay, so next week we want to do base basketball cuz like basketball is the end of this month too. So Nathan, would you want to come back or you would want to sit this one out? Um I'm I'm down with whatever. I don't know if y'all I don't know how y'all do y'all do breaking news on here. Yeah. Did y'all see the thing about Raheem Mostert? Yeah, Raheem Mostert just formally uh, requested a trade. I did That's see that. Crazy. It just popped up on my phone. Apparently did not see that coming. Huh. I yeah. just now saw it too. Yeah. So it leaves uh hold on, let me pull it up. I just had it <clears throat> right here. 
The 49ers. Which he had, he has zero leverage. I mean, he's a, like a 300-year-old running back who has had like one healthy season. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, let's not forget that they traded Matt, Matt Breida to Miami. Mostert wants a trade. They have so many running backs there, though. They're left with Tevin Coleman, Jeff Wilson, and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, but those are all just kind of half running backs. So together they form like two, maybe. So I don't yeah. know if I don't know if like Tevin Coleman has a bigger role than we're aware of, or if Jeff Wilson is going to quit NASCAR and come. Because it sounds like a he sounds like a NASCAR driver. He doesn't even sound like a real football player. So I don't know what. And Jarrett McKinnon is basically dead. Like he hasn't played. He in has like no seven needs. years. He yeah, has no. So needs. I don't know what they're doing. If, if no, he's look, requesting a trade, I don't, they're they're screwed. I feel like you can put Bud from Air Bud in that backfield, and he would, you know, rush for. 200 yards and two touchdowns because of that offensive line and that running scheme that they do, that they have in San Francisco. So I, I don't think they require just a great running back, which I don't think Raheem Mostert is just an elite running back either. You know who I hope lands there one day, maybe soon? Kareem Hunt or Le'Veon Bell. That would be legit. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Watch out for Kareem Hunt next year because I, th- I feel like he's going to have a big year this year. He's going to cut into Nick Chubb's time, and then he's going to get a big contract somewhere else if he doesn't. Or get arrested. I was going <laughs> to say, if he doesn't do some kind of stupid extracurricular activity. That, okay, and another thing that we really haven't talked about, which I think we probably should, what about Jamal Adams? Like, What, what do you guys think of this situation, about him wanting to tr- get traded and – he picks out the top seven Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> Nathan, go first. Josh, Ad, I mean, I obviously, as a Patriots fan, I wish we could get him, but we have zero money, and I don't think we're going to Clearly, because him. you gave Cam Newton, like, a ham sandwich and a fuel card or something like that. He, yeah, that, I, that felt good. That was insane. You know, he's 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 – Three or he's like four or five years removed from his MVP season, and he's now working for like seven hundred fifty thousand. Like that's crazy. But <laughs> I can't even. I can't even fathom that. I, I when I saw that, I, I don't know what's going on, man. I, I I can't even. I can't even. I'm like basic white girl here. It's crazy. Oh, goodness, <laughs> can't even. Well, look. But going back to the Josh Adams thing. I, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, excuse me. What was I thinking? There's so many Josh Allen. Yeah, so many Adams. But of course he wants to go to a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I don't understand what that list was about because just say you want to trade. Because it it just doesn't make sense to me because who doesn't want to go to these teams, right? But a lot of these teams, I don't know if they can pay him. What he wants. No, and who wants to deal with that? Because he, when he gets drafted, when he got drafted by the Jets, he's like, I'm going to change this culture. We're going to win games. And guess what? That culture didn't change, and they still suck. And now he's kind of pouting. It's just kind of like, I want to trade. Now I want to go to these seven teams. Like, no, forget that mess. Like, go go play. Like, I know you might feel disrespected by your front office, but like, don't say I want. I don't want to play any other team besides these seven teams. I think that's just that's trash. One thing though, if you I are think, a Jets, I think yeah. He, go ahead. I was gonna say I, th- I think that he wants a trade from Adam Gase, and I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, every player yeah. that's left Adam Gase's grasp has become MVPs, and they're great, and they love life, and they're happy, and they're seeing rainbows, and I mean, like. If you're under Adam Gase, you want to leave. And I don't know how he's a head coach. I know that he rubbed elbows with Peyton Manning one time, and now he's, like, a great coach. But he's not. He's really bad. So I don't blame him for wanting a trade out of the Jets. I would, too. I think everybody does that plays there. So I'm not surprised, and I hope he does get a trade. I hope everybody leaves the Jets, and Adam Gase is just there. It's just him. Yeah, he would love that. Actually, he'd probably love that. Another thing about this um, particular case is, if you're a Jets fan or any fan, for that matter, you go into the draft hoping that your team 
drafts a player who later becomes one of the best players in that position, right? That's what you, I mean, you don't, you don't, oh, I hope this guy's like terrible. No, I mean, that's why you're drafting him. You're hoping he changes your franchise and he becomes a franchise player like that. I know Sam Darnold is the face of the Jets, but Adams is the best player they have. And he became that quick. It's been what, two, three years since he got drafted? Something like that? I mean, it didn't take him long to become one of the best players at his position. So the fact that they're not the ones coming to him saying, you know what? You you became one of not, not just a great player, one the best player or one of the best players in your position. We need to work out a contract extension. Let's talk about it because we want to lock you up. We want you to be the fran- you know, a franchise player in this franchise. The fact that they're not doing that concerns me and legitimizes Adam's reason to want to get out of there. And and then, of of course, on top of that, Adam Gase. But, yeah, I I don't blame him at all. And I wouldn't want to be there either. All right, so before we leave, I want to get here, Nathan, our resident Patriots fan. Tell us about Cam Newton and how you think he's going to, like, slide into this team and what he's going to do. Okay, so I was never in the camp of people that thought he would end up at the Patriots. I assumed we would just do what we always do and go with somebody that's, you know, that's just kind of a robot and a drone, basically. But we went with a guy that is totally opposite of what the Patriots have been about, which is fine. I just didn't think we would do that. We went with Cam Newton and... When I saw that on my phone, I got the update that we had signed him. I was like, how? We have no money. And then I saw the deal and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> That's how. Guy, he's going to be worth. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of money compared to us. Like, But to, in the NFL, it's it's nothing. But that's what the Patriots do. They, I mean, while other teams are overpaying for backup quarterbacks, you know, the Patriots are going out and getting MVPs, and that's yeah, they're smart. Why everybody hates them because they're smart, and they're probably going to win another Super Bowl with Cam Newton. But that's for another day. But I, I love the signing because of how cheap it is. I mean, literally, it's a win-win. I mean, there's no lose here because if he sucks, it's not a big loss. It's fine. Like actually, if he's great. That's great, but if he's bad, we just move on and draft a quarterback next year, or we go with Stidham. I mean, I'm still in the camp of he doesn't – I mean, I know that he probably has the job because it's Cam Newton, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is a a competition because with the virus, with COVID going around, I mean – They've been they've been with Stidham before. They've never been with Cam. So it might actually be a positional battle because of what we're going through as a country and because these players I mean, I know Sanu has gotten to practice with Cam, but as a team, they're more used to Stidham. And I was actually excited to see what Stidham would do. Um, but now that Cam's there, I do think ultimately he will take over and be the quarterback, but I wouldn't be surprised if Stidham puts up puts up a fight and I wouldn't be surprised if Stidham actually starts a couple of games early on. Yeah, that, honestly um, that's what know. I'm expecting as well because there's you know the NFL said there's going to be two preseason games. The NFLPA recommended that there be no preseason games. So that just cuts into the time that Cam has to to kind of get his get his wits uh about him, you know, familiarize himself with the offense and whatever they're trying to do with him and Stidham has been there. So I think it's insane yeah. because one he he's literally playing on a minimum deal like he's playing for 105 million which is the minimum salary for a player for his experience in this league and that's that's crazy he's he's guaranteed $550,000 that's guaranteed money this tells me that Cam Newton is just kind of like screw it i'm going to go show them that i'm going to win a Super Bowl on minimum wage. 
and he should he could do it. You think about what what the Patriots have. They have a pretty solid running game, but also they have Nikhil Harry, which I think would really blossom with this. What his talents and stuff like that. You know, he's a first round talent that taken out of Arizona State, and now you have a former MVP and. Probably, you know, he's, he's he's just a huge guy. He's hard to take down. I, 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 the Bills are no longer my favorite to win the AFC East. Oh, I wow. cannot believe I'm saying that because Cam Newton is Cam Newton. You can whether or not he runs his mouth or dabs on the field or whatever, he's going to be Cam Newton. <laughs> I can't I can't put any better words than that. Why I loved this signing more than anything. It gave me, not that I didn't have it before, but it gave me a respect for Cam because the way I took it, and I have no idea if this is how he thinks of it, but the way I took it, he's betting on himself, you know? He's saying exactly what you were saying, Drew. I'm going to go bank on myself, win a Super Bowl on minimum on a minimum contract, but he was smart enough to know, in my opinion, that he wasn't going to get a big contract. So if you're not going to get a big contract, and you have to play for the minimum. Why not go play for one for of the, the best franchises there is? <laughs> you know, because look, if if he doesn't if he doesn't do great, or or he doesn't play or whatever, he poss- very it's very possible that he would have done that anywhere. But if he does go out there and he's healthy and he, you know, makes a deep playoff run or even win a Super Bowl, he is. First in line to get a big contract, whether it's with the Patriots or with somebody else. Now, if I was the Patriots, I would not sign Cam to a long-term deal because of his body of work, his his play style, his age. I, I would take the year you're getting from him and then go draft somebody or get somebody pick up somebody on the free agency and and Nathan I'd like to hear from you what do you think about that if he has a good year and now the question is do you sign him for you know for a long-term contract what would you as a fan like for them to do okay so the the biggest thing with Cam is the health his health is everything i mean if he's healthy he's going to be great that that's a guarantee. And I know you don't like to guarantee things in sports because anything can happen, but it is, it's a pretty solid guarantee that if Cam is healthy, he's going to make everybody around him better and he's going to, he's a winner. I don't know how he does it sometimes, but he does what it takes to win. Now, I know the last couple of years were a little rough and he had some health issues and I get that. But if he's healthy, he's going to be great. And if he's great, I would like the Patriots to sign him because the Patriots aren't going to tank, so we're not going to get a great quarterback next year. Now, we could, knowing the Patriots, I wouldn't put anything out of reach, but they could take Cam Newton and trade him back to the Carolina Panthers, who are going to suck this year for their number one (laughs) overall pick and draft Trevor Lawrence next year. Only the Patriots can do that. Yes, I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but – the Patriots signing Cam to a $1 contract sounds ridiculous too, but they did that. So right. I just, you know, and it, it doesn't, to me, it really, I could care less if this works out because it's still a great signing either way. I mean, um, if he's great, then he's, he could possibly win MVP again. If he's bad, then we move on. We didn't pay him a lot of money. So as a fan, I'm just kind of laid back and just letting what happened happen, you know? Yeah, I'm sure um, you're laid I, I back think it's... enjoying this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, have, just... I have two more questions for you, Nathan, and then I'm done, okay? Uh, one, okay, Pedro, Pedro, you can you can easily uh, – you can, you can answer this. Who wins Comeback Player of the Year, Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger? Ooh, I'm going to let Nathan go first. Okay, so does this mean – are you giving me like a a clean bill of health for 16 games for both of them? Or are we yeah, not yeah, they're, putting they're, injuries in I mean, Cam, Cam and 
been are both cleared. Like they're they're supposedly assuming, assuming they play sixteen. Games I know, but uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I see, I see, what you're saying yes. They're both. They both make it all sixteen games. Okay, so personally, I would go with um, if they both play sixteen games. I would go with Cam Newton just because of his ability to run, and I think that. In my opinion, the Patriots have a team where Cam Newton's going to have to make the other players better for them to win a lot. Like they can win with their defense. The Patriots have a great defense, but for the for the offense to run to its max potential, they're going to need Cam Newton to to ball. The Steelers, they've got James Conner. If you know. Anthony McFarlane, the new rookie. I mean, they've got some pieces to run the ball, and they have a great defense, and they have Juju Smith-Schuster, who is still a great wide receiver, and Deontay Johnson and James Washington. I mean, they've got receivers, young receivers galore. The Patriots have the corpse of Julian Edelman. They've got a second-year wide receiver in Nikhil Harry, who I think is really talented, but we just haven't seen it in the NFL yet. And, um, you know, we've got James White, but he's 28, and we've got Sony Michelle, but he's half dead. So I just think that Cam Newton's going to have to do a lot more than Ben Roethlisberger's going to have to do to push the Patriots. So if they both play 16 games, then I think that Cam Newton is going to win comeback player of the year because it's just going to be a better story. And he's just going to have to do more like big Ben. He might just, you know, hand the ball off a lot, or he might just, you know, do enough to win the games. But I think that Cam Newton's going to have to be Superman again to make the Patriots offense effective. Okay. My second question, my last question, if he does win comeback player of the year, does that automatically guarantee that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick will sign Cam Newton to a much bigger, much longer deal than the one-year $550,000 deal he has now? I mean, I think anything's on the table. I would not be surprised if the Patriots said, well, that was a fun run, deuces. (laughs) (laughs) You know, put him off a bridge or something. But I also could see them signing him to like a two to four year deal. Uh, I, 24 year I deal. really, I don't see them signing him to something long-term because he's 31. I think maybe a four year deal would put him at 35, which with the amount of wear and tear on his body, that would, I think that's about it. I think that's what you could, that's what I'm hoping for is if they did sign him, it would be to a smaller deal it's not going to be one of these big deals. I could see two to four years if the Patriots are going to sign him. And if he won't take it, the Patriots are fine with just taking their ball and going home. I just think it's so funny how, like, he told me five years ago, Tom Brady will not be on the Patriots in 2020, and the quarterback that is going to replace him is Cam Newton. I mean, like, the rich get richer. And it's just, it's so funny to me. Like, it's so surreal to see Cam Newton as a Patriot, and let alone Tom Brady as not a Patriot. And I think it's so funny that here we are, 2020. It's just a crazy year as it is, period. And then we come mean, into the sports world, and it's crazy. And meanwhile, Nick Foles is getting $8 million from the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting paid like $100 million overall to be a subpar quarterback and Andy Dalton's getting paid a butt ton of money to back up Dak Prescott. I mean, it's ridiculous what the Patriots get away with. Yeah. Well, why, why isn't everybody else as smart as them though? That's kind of what I'm thinking because if you have, uh, why would you pay Andy that much? Why would you take Foles' contract? Why would the bears not sign Cam Newton? So many questions. Dude, if Cam Newton would have gone to the Bears, I would probably be a Bears fan right now. Not going to lie. I'd, mm. I would love that marriage so much. I mean, I'd be a Colts fan, of course, but, like, the also fact that, fan. like, <laughs> okay, then I'll also be a Bears Like, I love Chicago as it is. There's not, it's not a secret. But, like, 
I was for so you can check in our previous episodes. I was a big fan of having Cam Newton in that in that uh, that atmosphere of Jim Nagy, and I think that would have been great. But anyway, I I still I, I love him in New England. Like I, I it's, it's just I think it's going to be a, a great marriage between Cam Newton and, and Bill Belichick. People think that like Bill won't put up with all of his shenanigans, but I think. If Cam wins games, winning cures all things. So there's that. And I, I also think that Cam knows that this is this is a make or break year. It really is. I mean, obviously, a lot of teams did not believe in him, or they would have signed him, and that should affect him in a way where he's not going to do the same stuff. I mean, he might be. He, he's a guy that his personality is loud and that's fine but he's gonna be a lot more tamed i think because he has to be i mean this is his last chance i i mean i really do think it's that dire i don't think he gets another chance if he messes this one up yeah i agree i agree and i cannot wait to see it on the field nathan thank you once again for coming on uh we hope to have you once again in the near future and, like next uh, week when we talk about me. the ba- basketball lineups. Next week we'll come in here and talk about basketball lineups, maybe talk about some more of what's going on in the NFL, uh, especially maybe if somebody gets signed, Dak Prescott, who knows. But uh, anyway, yeah, so thank you so much, Nathan, for coming on. I know you're really busy, and uh, we love to hear from you. You're probably our favorite guest so far. Take that, everybody else. But um, <laughs> we appreciate yeah, I mean, the time I, you take. I loved it. I loved it. Um, <clears throat> next time y'all have a fantasy one, I'm all I, I'm all about that. So hit me up. I'll do I'll do that all day every day. Um, so, but this was a lot of fun. Alrighty, said and done. Thank you very much, everybody. Come back next week and we talk about what if NFL players played basketball. That's gonna be a fun one. You guys take care. See you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.